You are listening to the Declutter Club podcast, where we talk all things decluttering to help you tackle the most difficult parts of organizing. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I invite you to listen along as I jump into today's topic. guys today we are going to have a crossover event our first of many and my hope is that I'm going to be able to give you a number of crossover events and and the reason it's a crossover event is because this episode is going to be posted on both organized holistically and on the declutter club podcast so if you are subscribed to both which I hope you are then just know that there will be a couple of episodes that are replicated um, in both areas so the reason why this is a crossover event is because it is dealing not only with your physical clutter but it is also dealing with your electronic clutter as well and so uh, you know the the DCP is really focused is more on your physical clutter. Um, so I don't want to sleep on it, but at the same time, I want you to kind of think about it in a holistic way. Okay. So, uh, today I'm going to focus on the electronic clutter of your social media platforms. Now I do have a course in organized Academy that focuses on electronic clutter from a much deeper level. And it goes into um, how to cleanse your electronic world in a holistic way, right? So, and that's, but that's talking more about your systems and making sure that you've got that in alignment. So if that's something that interests you, jump over to organizedacademy.com and you can, there is a standalone course and then you can also get it as part of the vault. But today I am focusing specifically on social media clutter. And what I mean when I say that is within each of your social media platforms, there is the opportunity to create clutter in those environments. And I say it's an opportunity because depending on how you choose to use the system and what processes you have in your use of that system will determine or de will, will determine how much clutter you actually are creating with your usage, right? And so I'm gonna tell you a little story, listen, I, everything that I teach you, a majority of what I teach you, it is a learned behavior. So either it was something that I learned over time, or it is something that I uh, came across because a client needed help with it. And, and I learned from, from their situations, right? And I'm, I share it with you. But this particular one, it is all on me because last week I was in the process of re-energizing my Facebook activity. So if you've been with me a while, you know that I my platforms of choice are Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as far as a daily or regular posting and interacting process. Now, I love me some YouTube, but that is really just not my zone of genius. So I'm kind of, I have some stuff out there, but it's not, I use that more for research and educating myself right? So that being said, I've been using Instagram. Instagram is like platform number one, 
LinkedIn is platform number two and Facebook has been platform number three for me for a number of years. And so now I'm in, I am really looking to bump Facebook up to number two for a number of different reasons. And so because of that, I needed to go in Refamiliarize myself with the platform and the changes that have happened over time, and then also identify what my new strategy is going to be. And so in doing that, I discovered a ton of electronic clutter that I didn't even realize was out there. So when you think about how you use Facebook, and I'm going to point out one particular area that you may not even realize is a clutter magnet for you um, in your social media. Now, what I will say is that from a social media standpoint, the clutter that's in there is really not necessarily detrimental because you can just delete your your social media account and it goes away right but with it goes your some of your connections depending on how you are cultivating those relationships um, and some information, right? So it just depends on how you use the platform. But because the other thing that it can do is it can cause you to spend extra time on the platform unnecessarily. So something that should be quick and easy for you to do on the platform may take you a lot longer because of the clutter. So a couple of areas um, that I found that I needed to go and clean up as I was looking at the platform was the pages that I had liked over time. You know, you think about how long Facebook has been um, in existence or whatever platform you're choosing to use right now, how long it's been in existence. And for me, Facebook was the first one I was on and I'm not gonna age myself by telling you, but let's just say back when Facebook was a baby, okay? So in understanding that, a lot of the things that I had out there were from back in the day, right? Now I am happy to say it wasn't from, from which it came, you know, not from day one because many, many years ago, I had gone through a kind of a cleansing process of my my profile. So I knew that a lot of that was cleaned up, but because of the, the changes in the platform overall, there were a lot of things that I just forgot I had done, forgot was out there. I no longer offer, you know, just things that need to be cleaned up. So look at your, I'm going to give you a list <laughs> of areas within Facebook that you may want to take a look at. Number one is you may want to look at your friends list. Who is on your friends list? Are you still connected with those people? Or do you need them to see everything that you're posting? Um, you know, are they real people? <laughs> Have you accepted individuals on your, you know, to connect with you and the things that you're doing and you realize you don't really know who these people are or you don't necessarily want to be connected with them because you're in two different areas of your life, right? And I will say this, any cleansing that you're doing right now, you do not need to make any public um, display, you know, public announcements that you are cleaning out your friends list and did you make it? Did you not like that is so not necessary. I would recommend that you just do it quietly and just keep it moving. Right. So, um, I think about where my interests were 10, 20 years ago versus where my interests lie, lie now. And based on that, look at your page likes, uh, look at the groups that you belong to because 
all of those, the posts that are on those pages and in those groups show up in your feed, depending of course of your, on your settings, but they show up in your feed. And so the question I have for you is, uh, first of all, you're associated with those groups and those pages, whether you have it showing on your, you know, on your profile or not, you're, you are still associated with those groups. The members of those groups can see you. Um, the page owner can see you. And so um, that helps from an algorithm standpoint, certain things pop up on your feed. So I would recommend, you know, cleansing that out so that you have uh, your, your, um, timeline is cleansed and you'll be able to see like the things that are popping up are really things that you truly are interested in. When I went through and started cleaning out some of the content, some of the groups that I belong to, it really made a difference in what was popping up in my profile timeline. And the, um, the things that I was seeing was actually things I wanted to see. And um, it started kind of pushing all that other stuff up to the top. So that's one of the things I would recommend that you do is cleanse your groups, cleanse your profile, look at your security settings and make sure that they are what you want them to be. I have certain things that only if you're connected to me, do you see right on my profile. I have other things that I want them to be public. I want you to see all of that information. Um, I don't, I have it set that if someone tags me, it doesn't automatically show on my profile. I have to approve it. So these are things that if you're noticing as you go through your social media um, and looking at your particular page and profile, and you're seeing things that you're like, ooh, I really wish they hadn't posted, you know, tagged me in this picture, uh, remove the tag. Um, you know, I wish they hadn't posted, posted this picture. You can ask somebody to remove it. That doesn't mean they will, but you can hide it from your timeline as well, right? And just make it so that you have to approve everything. So those are some areas that I would definitely recommend that you check out. The other thing, and this is what stood out to me, is I was watching a video um, it was an educational, it was a training video that I was watching and I had to leave and I said, oh, let me save this video and come back to it later. And when I went to save it, I noticed that I had 400, I'll, let's just say over 400 videos already saved. Um, and I don't know if it was all videos or videos in post, but the point is it was over 400. And I was floored because I didn't remember saving 400 videos, but that just tells me that my process of reviewing the saved items is broken. And I need to figure out, you know, first of all, what is my determining factor of when I save something and when I just hope to see it again, right? Um, and then once I watch it, should I remove it from saved or leave it there? So that was something I needed to kind of process and think about. The other thing is just getting in, in the habit of checking my saved items before I start going through scrolling is to determine when am I going to go back and look at these saved items uh, so that I can then get them out. Because again, something made me save it. And maybe the rule should be only save training videos, right? I don't save entertainment videos. Or maybe because within Facebook, you have the ability to create um, lists within your saved items. So maybe you have training videos as a list and maybe another list is entertainment. And so you know that, hey, I don't need to save any more entertainment videos because I have 15 already, you know, set your own internal rules of what you want to see. Um, but 
really evaluate how you use the program. And if you feel like there's a time suck, how can you, how can you shift that within Facebook to make your use of the platform more efficient? Um, if you are like me, I pretty much get on Facebook to handle business or to engage with potential customers or looking for hobby, you know, like if I'm involved in something for my happiness journey, um, I will typically join the hobby list or a group and, um, and engage with them when I get on the platform. I get on the platform specifically to engage with them. And so that's ultimately what I'm doing when I'm on the platform. So my notifications are pointed towards those activities. Um, I will scroll through my feed and I only go so far. So a lot of times people are like, did you see that on Facebook? I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I don't get on Facebook like that. Like I don't sit and scroll for hours on Facebook. I'm getting on there for a specific purpose. And once that purpose is met, then I get off. Um, and so, you know, cleansing your list, cleansing your timeline and really setting some clear understandings of how you use the tool and why you're using the tool is going to be really important as you go through the declutter process so that you know what needs to go away. What do you need to eliminate so that the other can float to the top? Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. And I know I focus really heavily on Facebook because again, that's that's the area that I'm personally focused on right now, but Instagram is the exact same way. There is a save feature. There are some organizing options within the platform that allows for you to better utilize the platform and figure out, you know, do I want to sit in, am I searching for something on the platform or am I looking to engage with people on the platform? Am I looking to be educated on the platform? Like what is the purpose of your use and then time block or figure out the best way to get the most out of it. Um, when I save things on that platform, a lot of times their images are not necessarily videos, um, but it also has a save feature that you can utilize on that platform to, to put them into categories. It's a little more cumbersome than it, on Instagram than it is on Facebook because you have to make sure you select, the way that you select the list is a little awkward, but it is there and it's possible. Okay. Um, and then YouTube is another really bad one that I, for me, that I noticed that I will, I will select a watch later quick <laughs> in the save for watch later, because maybe I'm looking for videos on a specific topic and I first will scroll and select a number of the videos that look promising. And then I'll sit and binge watch them. So I'll pull up the watch later list and just let it play back to back to back to back to back. The key is, is remembering to remove those videos from your playlist because they don't automatically roll off once you complete the video. So um, there is a way, and it depends on how you're watching the video. Um, if you get the option to remove it from the list. So um, unfortunately right now I can't remember what view I was in, but I, I wanna say it's when you click on the library and the watch later there, and you start playing and watching the videos, you will get the option to remove from the playlist. But if you're watching something and you've clicked into it and have started watching it, then you will not get that option um, in the playlist view. 
Uh, so just know that going forward. And if if you need me to kind of record the screen of me um, doing that, let me know and I will do that and put it on my Instagram and Facebook accounts. Um, so that's YouTube. And again, that's one of those where you can create lists of where you're saving your uh, videos for later, things you like, things that you want to share with other people. You can make those lists public or private in YouTube. So that's wonderful, especially if you have a YouTube channel, create playlists that you can share out with other people. But if it's just really for your purposes, you can create lists that are private and um, you know, segment them by subject there as well. Now, Pinterest, I won't get too heavily into that platform because I have not used it heavily in a long time. Um, so just know that that is a platform that, you know, you have the boards and you can save things to your boards. Again, you have private boards or public boards, but uh, I know, again, that's another one of those platforms I've used for a really, really long time. And so where I was when I first started using that to where I am now and where the platform has gone since then is night and day. And so they've created new organizing options uh, that are really helpful. And so the things you, you um, pinned before all those options came about are just sitting out there willy-nilly in this board without any organization. And so you need to go out and reorganize it. You don't have to, but again, this goes back to the clutter and the time-saving options. Do you have the time to search through 400 pins or do you need to go through the pins and remove any that really no longer suit your needs and then organize the ones that do, right? So that makes it easier for you to find what you're looking for um, and uh, research or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, get back to the things that you're trying to uh, call up because like that's my electronic cookbook. If I see something that I want to cook or that I find interesting, I pin it. And then when I'm ready to cook that item or when I'm ready to shop for the, the list of ingredients, I go back to my pinned item and find the pin and do what I need to do from there. So um, just think about your usage and, and where your frustrations are in each of the platforms and then address them accordingly uh, to help save you time in your electronic world. Now, again, this was all about social media and the electronic clutter. Uh, there's many other topics in relation to electronic clutter, and I definitely encourage you to check out um, How to Tackle Electronic Clutter course, which is available on organizedacademy.com. I'll talk to you on the next episode. All right, so it's action time. I encourage you to take what you learned today and apply it to your Declutter Club Challenge action step. If you haven't yet signed up for the free challenge, go ahead and jump over to organizedacademy.com, scroll about halfway down the page and sign up for free. I look forward to seeing you and hearing all about your decluttering successes. So make sure you share them with me on Instagram and or Facebook. My handle is at Dana L'Oreal Morales. So until next time, I want you to definitely stay happy and stay organized. Have a great one, guys.